This is the Business English Podcast, episode 98, How to Find a Job When You Have a Job. Welcome to the Business English Podcast from All Ears English. Get the English skills you need to achieve your dreams in global business. For a presentation, a meeting, or your office party, this is Real Business English with your favorite American hosts, Lindsay and Michelle, coming to you from New York City and Colorado, USA. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that you know Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Lindsay, how are you today? Awesome, Michelle. How's everything going? Everything is good over here. Um, Today, I'm excited to get into this topic. Lindsay, have you ever looked for a job when you've had a job? I actually don't think I, um, in my immediate past, definitely not. Um, Not really. I don't have a ton of experience with this. What about you, Michelle? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I have uh, not this one. Don't worry, I'm not looking for a job. <laughs> but in, in the past, uh, I have looked for a job, and it's a, it's a, it, it can be a funny feeling. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't know what you're, what to do, and then if you get an interview, how do you work that into your schedule? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so that that it can it can be a funny feeling because on one hand you want you know, to use your whole network. But on the other hand, you don't want to lose your current job. But they always say that it's easier to get a job if you have, have a, job. a job. Right. I wonder if that's because like you, you're more attractive to an employer if you're employed, like kind of the hard to get thing. I wonder if there's a little bit of that involved there. Probably. And, you know, just showing, oh, that you have a job, that you can hold a job, that you have this current experience. Um, But, Mm -hmm. you know, this gets into lots of other topics. Um, (laughs) Like, I mean, I'm thinking of like mothers who or or any parent Mm -hmm. that stays, I shouldn't say mothers, any parent that stays at home with their children and then wants to get back into the work industry. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then, you know, you're looking without a job and it can be hard to break back in. So Mm -hmm. that could be another topic for another day. Well, I think there's Um, a lot of research out there on that, Michelle, on like the, the, the income loss and the career setbacks that women do have, unfortunately. Yeah. Due to that. Exactly. There is a lot of research in how we can counteract that. Before we move further in the episode, Michelle, I want to make sure to, to highlight one phrase you just said. We've talked about this phrase on All Ears English podcast, which our listeners should go find right now and hit follow. Yes. Uh, it feels funny. So this is something I hear you say a lot, and I want to make sure oh, really? our listeners know what you mean by that. Yeah, oh. I hear you say this a lot. And you know, what does it mean when you say it feels funny to look for a job when you have a job? I don't mean it feels like I'm going <laughs> to laugh like while well, like I'm watching a funny show. Right. I I I mean it feels strange. Okay. Perfect. Odd. A, yes. stra- a, 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 a strange feeling you can say a funny feeling. And, yes. Um by context you can know that some you don't really say like oh I have a fun- funny feeling when you're talking about something haha funny. No, right exactly. So that's kind of one of your language quirks that I think is pretty unique to you Michelle, but I want to make sure our listeners know that because 
it does make sense. It's native and natural, but it's not ha ha funny. Yes. <laughs> well, it's it's funny you say that because um, I'm actually I currently just planned an all ears English podcast about another language quirk I have. <laughs> I won't fun. give it away, but look out fun, for that. Fun. That'll be fun. Okay, I love that. <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> so, guys, episode 67 of the Business English podcast was between jobs, different ways to express your career status in English. So we we talked about that uh, being between jobs, this idea right. on that episode. Um, but today we were, we were saying on that episode that we want to do a follow up about looking for a job when mm -hmm. you have a job. Um, and is that awkward? Um do you think it do you think it's an awkward thing? Yeah, I agree with you. I think it <clears throat> probably creates a funny feeling just to speak in Michelle terms here. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm sure it, I it, I haven't done it. I don't have a ton of experience in this area, but I've talked to people who have and absolutely it, it feel it might feel you might feel a little guilty, right? Um especially if you're kind of potentially spending work hours, which I don't necessarily recommend as an employer. I no, wouldn't appreciate no, that. No, 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 um, no. You know, but some people do if they're on salary. I mean, we don't recommend it, but they, they might spend some time during the day looking around. Don't do it on your work computer, right? Yeah. Because often yep. work computers are monitored by your company. Okay. Yes. So be yes. careful. <laughs> It can be it can be tough because you're trying to keep things. I'm using this expression, hush hush, right? Mm -hmm. Like a like a mm -hmm. secret. Um, but hush, hush. but at the same time, you are when you're searching for a job, like we mentioned, and you have a job, you are coming from more of a place of power. Um, yes. So which is also good. Um, yes. So the big question here is: so we uh, there's an article um, from the Wall Street Journal. And this article is uh, how to nab a new job without tipping off your current boss. So this mm -hmm. is from January 24th, 2023. Um, I don't know why the author isn't in here. I can get it in a second. But mm -hmm. um, this is from uh, WSJ.com. Yeah. Um, so we're going to be talking a little bit about this article and then giving our own tips as well. Oh, I know why there's no author. It's actually, um, it was actually a podcast episode. But yeah, I think this might be life. from the new podcast. It's okay. Here it is. I think this is from the new podcast from the Wall Street Journal called As We Work. And I think mm, a lot of okay. our listeners on Business English are going to love this podcast. Yeah. Um, really interesting. Like today's episode confused about the job market, join the club. Here's some help, right? These are cool, modern episodes about our careers, about our lives. That would be a nice compliment to uh, listening to business English here, guys. Okay. Right. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, okay. Well, the big question is, do you tell people you're looking for a job? Do you tell clients? Who do you tell? <laughs> um, and one of the, you know, this woman, Kara Heilman, yeah. she's uh, the president of international, the international association association of career coaches. Mm -hmm. And she says, um, I'm just kind of summarizing, you know, it, she says it really depends. That's a quote um, on how like your company will feel. Um, if, you know, if, if you think that like, your workplace will be so angry um, that w you will have a horrible time at work, you might lose your job, then obviously it's not a good thing to make it public. Do you think there's ever a chance when a company wouldn't want to 
kind of like wouldn't be upset if you're looking for a new job? Do you think companies can be truly happy or support the decision of someone to like openly leave or move on? I don't know. I mean, unless if they're not happy with your performance, then that might be something that would be okay, right? If they kind of want you to move on, that would be one situation. Or I don't know a ton about this, but I think I've heard that the big consulting firms have the up or out concept, right? Like they want you to move Mm. up in the company. Like they, oh, I think some of the consulting firms have a program where they want you to go like work and like they give you some, what is it? They incentivize you to go see what else is out there. And Mm. I think they incentivize you monetarily, I think to go see what else is out there. And then because they want to make sure that you are where you want to be. Like they want you to check everything else out. It's incredible. They have so much cash just to throw around. Wow. Maybe they're going to be changing this if we go into a recession. We'll see. But you know, I, I that kind of super achievement oriented culture, I could see that. Those kinds okay. of things. But they can yeah. do that because they can do that. I mean, they attract graduates from the Ivy Leagues. Right. I mean, big business. They have a ton of money, right? But your average company is not going to appreciate it. <laughs> I yeah, I've never heard of anything like that. That is very unique. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I mean, I, um, I can't imagine a situation in which you'd be like, "Hey, I'm going to be leaving. I'm going to be looking for jobs." You know, I, I just don't. You know, um, and you know, how, how, how can you know how your job will feel? Uh, and this woman, uh, Miss Heilman, says. Um, that she actually had a president of um, this company um, ask if you can see on LinkedIn who's looking for a job. And the thing is, on LinkedIn, apparently you can put it in a secret. And he was asking, can she actually go, uh, uh, you know, back and look on LinkedIn, like behind the scenes and see um, who's looking for a job, but it's a secret. Oh, that's crazy. I mean, I think I would not appreciate, I I think, like I said, when we were prepping this episode, Michelle, a company that spends the time to go and do that, like to spy on you and see if you're looking, it's probably not a company you want to be working with anyways. (laughs) Yeah. They don't have the priorities straight, right? Yes. And then she said that this, uh, this guy would actually, if, if she found someone, he would talk to them and this is a quote she said he said are you saying you are you go are you staying are you going i want people who are going to give 100 10% to the job and if you don't want this and you can't give 110% i'll go find someone else so that's what this guy would say uh wow, it sounds so, like a bully he sounds like a yes, work bully big time yes so she says tell only tell people you really trust you know make a yeah. make a list um who can you really trust? Um, it could do you think you can tr- tell a coworker? I would probably avoid it, even if you feel like you can trust them. They might not be like they you know they may have an interest in that, and so it may affect their job in some way that they can't help but share something. So I would keep it to like within your family yeah. and close friends. I probably wouldn't wouldn't tell even a coworker that I think is my friend. Like I would just be yeah. really careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so too. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, Michelle, do we have any additional tips here if our listeners want to find a job when they have a job? Yes, Lindsay. What's the first one? Okay. So we talked to some of the people we know in the corporate world. We got a couple of tips. One tip we got was to make a visual, make a Venn diagram. Look at in one one circle. What is a Venn diagram, Michelle, by the way? What is a Venn diagram? Well, it's it's circles and you make lists and what like yes. if I say uh uh like okay, like fruit, like two fruits. I'm going to compare two fruits (laughs) and it's apples and oranges. And I would have one circle that's apples, one circle that is oranges. And then in the middle, it's things they share. So like things they share, apples, you know, green, red, oranges, orange, things they share, fruit, uh, delicious, things like that. Yeah, exactly. So in this kind of Venn diagram, you're looking at your income goals because we have goals of what we want to make and just understanding the market, how compounding interest works over time, 401ks, right? Certain income goals. Then we look at our career growth and then we look at company culture and write down everything you want in those circles under those categories and then see where they come together. Do they are, does this perfect, it's never going to be perfect, right? You're going to have to give up something all the time, but that convergence of the Venn diagram, does it already exist at your at your company. Maybe it does. It's just you have to move positions or something. Right. right. That's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So maybe compare the job you want with the job you have. What's different? What's the same? Yeah. Um, so how can you move forward? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's a matter of it already exists as a possibility in your current company. You just have to ask for it. Like you have to go to your boss and you see, I like that department. I like what they do. Here's why I would fit with them. And this is the title I want, right? Mm. You just need to kind of ask. I think I'm learning this by being around millennials more and more often, (laughs) right? Like our our generation, we ask for what we want and there's nothing wrong with that. Like what's the worst that can happen? They say, oh, it's not possible, you know, maybe next year. And then you decide, do you want to find a new job or stay and wait? Right. Right, right. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. Yeah. So so you can be open about that, something like that. We would call that like a lateral move, like within the company. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you not necessarily like a promotion, but you know, a change. Um, So, you know, I think it's okay to be open about that. If you have a supportive boss, um, then, you know, you, you know, I mean, I don't want to tell anybody what to do and get in trouble, but it's worth a shot. (laughs) So the next thing is to use your network. And again, we just talked about this. Be careful, guys. I I would really, even if you think that that colleague is a good friend, like you just don't know, just keep it out of work, I would say. You know, just tell your family and friends that are totally disconnected from your workplace, okay? And then as we said, use those LinkedIn tools but do know that maybe there is a way for people to see if you are open to work. They say private mode open to work is what you set it at, right, Michelle? Right, right. I mean, I have I haven't done this, but yeah. um mm-hmm. yeah, apparently this would this means that um, you know, a recruiter could reach out to you. So, you know, you never know like it's always a risk. It's always a risk, but do mm-hmm. I I mean, I would hope that most companies aren't like doing that much research into your LinkedIn. I don't know. 
Exactly. I would hope that they have other things to do, <laughs> that they're busy, that they don't not, are not spying on you on social media. Yes. And yeah, I would hope so. So, Michelle, do we have two expressions we can quickly teach our listeners just as a side point today? The meat of the sure. is, is really about this advice today. But maybe sure. we have two things our listeners can come away with. What do you think? Yes. So one thing you could say is, I don't want anyone to know this, but I'm searching for another job. Okay, good, good. I like that. Or number two, guys, please don't share this with anyone, but I am on the job hunt. I am on the job hunt. And I like that on the blank hunt, on right? The, I'm on yes. the dress hunt or something. I'm on I'm yes. on the hunt for a dress. I'm on the hunt for a bag. I'm yeah. on the hunt for a job. Yeah. Right, right, right. Exactly. So you can use those, um, either one of those. Um, so Lindsay, what's the takeaway for today? Guys, it can be hard to do this, right? To look for a job when you have a job. Be very careful about, you know, don't do it on your work laptop. Try not, don't, Try not to do it during working hours, although sometimes scheduling interviews can be really challenging, right? So in that case, maybe you have to do it during your lunch hour, but be discreet about it. I would recommend don't tell anyone at your workplace. Just tell your family and friends. Be smart, right? Because even if you are just, you think you can trust people, like people talk in the working world, right, Michelle? People talk. I think. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You just have to be really, really smart about it and really careful. So yeah. if you're on the fence, I would say err on the side of caution. Absolutely. And check out this podcast, right? This is an organic recommendation. They're not sponsoring oh, yeah. us, although they should. <laughs> uh, that's true. It's a great podcast by the Wall Street Journal. Um, as we work, I would recommend uh, for our listeners who are very career oriented, Add that to your queue and obviously continue coming back to Business English for three new episodes a week. Good stuff, Michelle. All right. Okay, this was fun. Thanks, Lindsay. Have a good one, everyone. All right. Talk soon, Michelle. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Business English, a podcast just for you, the high-achieving global professional. Want more from All Ears English? Don't miss our biggest and best podcast with 8 million monthly downloads. Just search for the All Ears English podcast and hit follow to get four new episodes per week on fluency, American culture, grammar, and so much more. Or tap the link in the show notes. Remember, we believe in connection, not perfection when it comes to learning English. Follow the All Ears English podcast now. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.